0: 1 Kings chapter 19. And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done, and withal how he had slain all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger unto Elijah, saying, So let the gods do to me and more also, if I make not thy life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. And when he saw that, he arose and went for his life, and came to Beersheba, which belongeth to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness, and came and sat down under a juniper tree, and he requested for himself that he might die, and said, It is enough. Now, O Lord, take away my life, for I am not better than my father's. And as he lay and slept under the a juniper tree, behold, then an angel touched him and said unto him, Arise and eat. And he looked and behold, there was a cake, bacon on the coals and a cruise of water at his head. And he did eat and drink and laid him down again. And the angel of the Lord came again the second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat because the journey is too great for thee. And he arose, and did eat, and drink, and went in the strength of that meat forty days and forty nights unto Horeb, the mount of God. As I mentioned, um, I had a bit of a discouraging and just a wearisome stretch of a few days here recently, and it just caused me to uh, think about this passage a little bit, and how Elijah who is a man subject to like passions, also fell into this state of weariness and discouragement. And the first point that we should note is that weariness is a very common thing. Uh, Discouragement is a very common thing. And if it happened to a man like Elijah, the great man of God that he was, who saw the Lord do great things, it can happen to the best of Christians, Um, we see men of God, people that I admire, people that you admire, that we listen to, and we think that they are impervious somehow to discouragement. That's not true. Um, great men of God are subject to great discouragement and weariness as well. And we should remember that, especially for our own pastors, that they are subject to weariness and discouragement just like anyone else's. And so uh, we should just remember the fact that Elijah here, being a man subject to like passions, became weary. Weary enough where he wanted to just stop. He wanted to die. Um, That was the, the easy way out. Uh, weariness is something that is commanded that we not grow weary in the Bible. Galatians 6, 9 says, Be not weary in well-doing. And in fact, Paul repeats that command in Second Thessalonians 3, 13, where he says, Again, be not weary in well-doing. In other words, this is something that we all fall to. Um, It should be noted that in Daniel 7, uh, the evil one, it says, made war with the saints, and he was wearing out the saints of the Most High. So there's a sense where the weariness that we face in life is a result of a warfare, a spiritual warfare that that we're engaged in with the devil himself, and uh, Daniel's passage teaches us very plainly that that we are in a war, and the devil's job it is to wear out the saints, and often he does a good job of that. Wear out the saints of the Most High. There's physical weariness where we have um, afflictions. I was able to witness. The, uh, the ongoing afflictions of a friend, Kim Wagner, who recently passed away. She's been battling affliction for some time, brain tumor, and it caused her to grow very weary physically. I, I would often see her struggling just to make it out to church. Um, and then, of course, as she was bedridden, it was just a, a physical affliction. And there, you all have a physical affliction. Some of you have physical affliction. And uh, in fact, uh, we should pray for Glenn. Glenn Averill, he um, mentioned that he's been really struggling with uh, pain in his back, lower back. And it's just, just creating this affliction that makes it difficult for him to function throughout the day. I know that some of you have uh, that as well. There's, there's physical weariness that can set in. But there's also uh, emotional weariness that can set in where we have loved ones, maybe children, often it's children, or parents, or spouses that are very wayward, um, that have turned their backs on the Lord, that have become hostile to the things of God. And it can be a weariness that sets in emotionally. And And it's very, very trying. It can be a very taxing thing, where we just become so discouraged um, our loved ones, our, our, our daughter, our son, they, they are enemies of God, essentially. And it can wear us out and discourage us to the point where we want to give up, in a sense. And then, of course, there's spiritual weariness where we are, for example, trying to start a prayer meeting in our church. And maybe we have a prayer meeting, and it's hard going and it's, um, it's actually discouraging. Or we're trying to get a prayer meeting and no one seems to want to have a prayer meeting. There's this a sense of spiritual weariness over that. Or when we're just trying to read our Bible and it's a dead letter. It's just words on a page and, and it's it's just a weariness that sets in. Or even in our own private closets when we're trying to pray to the Lord and we just can't seem to get through and it's it's a spiritual weariness i remember hearing paul washer talk about this in his early days as a believer when he would determine to seek the lord and he would get himself in a physical literal closet close the door and he said i'm not going to leave this place until i find god and Uh, Five minutes into it, he'd be found fast asleep. Um, And this was just... The lament that he had was that he had all this zeal, but physically he was just so unable and weary and discouraged. Um, I think a lot of us, if not all of us, can relate to that. But there is a weariness also that sets in in the spiritual realm when we're witnessing and we're seeking to to obey God in the promptings that the Spirit gives to us and we want to speak a word. And it's, it's a weary thing. It can be a very wearying thing when, when we're rejected um, or dismissed and we take it somewhat personally and it's hard. And if we get enough of these rejections without any encouragement, we have this temptation to just stop, to just give up. And just say, I'd rather not go through the constant rejection or the constant hurt or the discouragement of, of something, spiritually. And so we want to give up. Well, the temptation in all of this is to stop, is the point. It's to stop. As Elijah was saying, he wanted just to die. He collapsed in a heap under that juniper tree, and he became so weary that he wanted to just stop. Stop everything. Lord, just take me home. That would be a lot easier than to have to deal with weariness, discouragement, hurt, disappointment. The temptation is to stop. Stop reading our Bible. I can't get through. Stop praying. It's not working. I'm not getting any answers. Stop praying like this as a as a group. We're not seeing revival. Temptation is to stop. Stop witnessing. Nobody is listening. The temptation is to stop. And this is the tactic of the enemy to wear out the saints of the Most High, to get us to stop, to want to die, essentially. What's the need? What was the need? Of Elijah. You know, he was asleep. He was fast asleep. You would think it strange that the angel came and woke him up. I mean, don't you think that if you're that weary, you just let him sleep? Um, Now, physically, that's true. But spiritually, that is not true. Spiritually, when we go into these periods of tremendous weariness, what our flesh wants to do is stop, disconnect, unplug, Stop reading, stop praying, stop coming to prayer meetings, stop going to church, just stop. You almost want to stop being Christian. Now, God forbid I even say that, but you almost want to just stop everything and say, Lord, just take me home. Just take me home now before I sin and blaspheme the name of my God. Um, You can become so weary. And Hudson Taylor even, it said, he quoted, uh, there's a quote of him where he said he would be so weary where he couldn't read his Bible, he couldn't pray, he couldn't hardly think. He would just have to collapse in the arms of Jesus and wait. Um, temptation is to stop, unplug, stop going to church, stop fellowshiping with God's people, stop everything. What's our need? We don't need to stop We don't need to continue in our slumber, but God needs to wake us up. And that's what the angel did. He touched him. It actually says the angel touched him. And I believe that's what I need, that's what you need, we all need, God to touch us. And he needs to awaken us so that we don't stop or continue in our slumbering ways. We need a divine touch, and we need to be awakened. And it says here that he woke him up twice, meaning, yes, there are periods where we are awakened and we are revived, but then we find ourselves sleeping again, just like the disciples, so weary and overcome with disappointment and discouragement. God needs to come and awaken us again, it says, the second time. He says, this journey is too great for you. You need to eat. And that's the thing that I want to encourage us today, is we need to be in the Word. I can't stress that enough. We have to get in the Word. The Word of God is our life. This is where we get our strength. In fact, it says, He went in the strength of that meat, 40 days and 40 nights. 40 is a number that speaks of trial in the Bible, trial or testing. He was able to make it through the testing period in his life, in the strength of the meat of the Word of God. And he made it to Mount Horeb, the Mount of God. This is This is the place where Moses met with God face to face. And God will give us the strength, but it won't come apart from His Word and His Spirit to make it through the 40 days and 40 nights of trial that we're going to hit. Maybe we're in it now. The end destination is Mount Horeb. We all need to get to the Mount of God, Horeb. And we need to meet God face to face there. So... Let us not stop. Let us not give in, succumb to the weariness and just say, I'm giving up. I'm stopping. I'm unplugging. I want to die. No. We need God to touch us and awaken us and indeed awaken all of our churches. But we need it personally. And we need to go in the strength of the meat of the Word of God through the 40 days of trial and make it to mount horeb where we will meet with god face to face amen